up close and personal. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. You know their hits, Walking on the Sun and All-Star, and from the Shrek soundtrack, I'm a Believer. Smash Mouth has sold over 10 million albums and are celebrating 20 years in the business. Their show is a nonstop party, and you can check them out Friday night, June 27th, and Bank of the West celebrates America, along with Uncle Cracker, Sugar Ray, and Blues Traveler. Paul Delisle, bass player of Smash Mouth, jumping in here to fill you in on all things Smash Mouth. They're rocking it from the north to the south, kicking it with Smash Mouth. Welcome to the show, Paul. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hello, hello. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Good to have you with us. Good to be here. Okay, 20 years of Smash Mouth. So what's the view from 20 years? Oh, God, it's like, I can't believe it's been that long. It's like, how old am I, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not a day older than you were 20 years ago, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> so you're one of the original members. You come from a punk background. So talk about how the original guys first came together. Yeah, Steve and I are the original members. It started with uh, Greg and I, our original guitar player, and you know, he's kind of the main songwriter. We had a band called Lackadaddy together, and Steve Harwell was a rapper, Oh. Signed to Scotty Brothers in San Jose here, and we had the same manager, Robert Hayes, and he kind of put, you know, introduced Steve to Greg and I, and we, you know, I was already friends with Steve, okay. so, you know, Greg and I were kind of a, a a team, and then Steve and Kevin were kind of a team, and we just kind of joined up with them. Okay, now was that at suggestion of management, or did you guys just kind of uh, form well, a bond together? The thing was, Greg and I's band, just been like a, it was actually doing pretty well, and okay. we were getting like label interest stuff. But Greg kept saying, he's like, hey, there's this guy, he's this, he's a Harley mechanic, and he's this big, funny dude, and he's, he's kind of interesting, we should check him out, like, he wants to be a singer, and he's a rapper, he's got a deal with Scott, we, he had that song, Big Black Boots, and we liked him, like, wow, it's okay. pretty cool, and he kept, you know, bending my ear about this guy, and then, finally, he's like, you know, can you meet this one afternoon, him and Kevin are going to come over, we're going to try some music. And when he walked in, I'm like, oh, I know that dude. That's, that's the guy that's always at the bar. I'm like, oh, it's you. I'm like, what's up, dude? I didn't know he was talking about you, you know? Okay. <laughs> but Greg was a songwriter, and so was I, and we were more singers. And okay. so we wanted to play more, you know, actual music, more songs, you know. Melody driven, yeah. Yeah, like it was like, gang, 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 you know, like super hard. And Steve, being a rapper, he wanted to try singing in a band. We were impressed that he even had a record deal. Okay. So at first, you know, he wasn't the greatest singer, but... But Greg and I knew that there was something special about his voice and mm-hmm. different. Right. And, it, and, you know, we were right. He did develop pretty quickly, and he was already, like, a front man. Okay. And we were, we were friends. Got it. As the years went on, there were lineup changes, you know, creative differences. Well, first of all, our keyboard player, Hippie, Mike Klooster, he's been in the band for 17 years, so he's kind of almost an original member. Okay, you know? gotcha. All right. He just waited until we got famous to join. He didn't have to right. do all the hard years. You know? <laughs> That's the way you to know? do it, right? He and, skipped and, the paying the dues. Yeah. Kevin left first okay. because he had just severe back problems and he simply couldn't play drums anymore. Well, so we've had, we've had a few drummers since then. And then Greg quit about four years ago, but it's all amicable. He has young daughters. He, he just wanted to stop touring. We, we understand, it's, sure. you know, there's no animosity. We're still great buddies and everything. And he'll be back, you know. Okay. In fact, I think he's going to play a couple shows with us this summer. Okay. And then some of the members have, you know, left and then come back. So it does seem like things are pretty amicable then. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jason, you know, our drummer, he was with us in 2006, 2007. And then he did a really classy thing where when he called me and he's like, Paul, I'm going to tell you this honestly, and I want you to hear it from my 
mouth. He's like, I tried out for Chris Cornell, you know, the lead singer of Soundgarden, when he was okay. doing that solo thing. Uh-huh. He's like, and I got it. Mm. And he's like, Soundgarden is my favorite band. I love you guys. And I just wanted to call and, and tell you personally so you don't hear it like some weird. And that, I was like, wow, class move. So we remembered that, and we appreciated it. So he went and turned with Chris Cornell. Then he joined Foreigner. Wow. And then he joined Marilyn Manson, you know, he's a piece of everyone. And then, <laughs> then, he was cheating with a lot of different bands. Yeah, and then when our, uh, the drummer we had last summer, Charlie Paxton, we knew he had a serious engagement and had to leave, like, we knew this about a year before, okay. that he had to leave in the middle of the summer. And that was when Jason became available, so it was just perfect. Just come on back. We didn't have to rehearse. He just okay, stepped right he just in and played, right you know. In. Okay. Yeah, he's a, you know, obviously he's a very good drummer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so when you got that call, were you like, it sounds like you were okay with it, but were you... I was. Of course, I was disappointed at first because yeah. he's such a good drummer. Yeah. But honestly, drummers are easier to replace. You know, there's like this mercenary club in L.A. It's like a Costco of drummers. Here, new drummer, get there. You know, they're all. Yes. They can play anything. They're so uh-huh. good. They can play. Plus, drummers, they don't have to worry about those pesky musical notes. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what about bass players? Oh, no, they're irreplaceable, yeah. <laughs> of course, especially the ones that write the songs, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've got it locked right here in the Mulberry Lane Show, and you're getting up close and personal with bass player for Smash Mouth, Paul Delisle. They're coming next Friday night, Bank of the West Concert, Memorial Park, June 27th, Omaha. So, you guys working on some new music? Always. We have an office here in San Jose, and that has a studio, and we have an engineer, so we're lucky that way. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm here at the office every day. It's okay. like I, I come into an office every day, you know. I don't do anything. I just annoy everybody. I just come in here every day, you know. <laughs> at least you have a place to go, right? Yeah. I'm not really 9 to 5. It's more like 11 to 2, you right. know. <laughs> exactly. It's the idea of having an office. So at your office, do you actually write every day? Or are you disciplined that way? Or, or is it more administrative stuff? Uh, I just hang around and annoy people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> one, of Robert, one of Robert's assistants, one so, of the guys that works here, Ron, Ron X, one of our managers, used to be a, a semi-pro baseball pitcher, you okay, know? Uh-huh. So I'm just constantly bugging people. Dude, let's go back up and play catch. Just annoy these guys all day, you know? Gotcha. But when we write something, we're lucky. We have an engineer, and we can just record it. We have to schedule. The deal Robert has, our manager has with our engineer is... He has a key to his studio. He can use it whenever he wants for his friends, but he has to do what Robert assigns him. If Steve or I have a song we want to do, he has to do that first. Then he can go ahead and take other clients and make money. So great uh, situation for everybody. It's a win-win for everybody. You sure. Know? Gotcha. Okay, so how's this new music going to get done? Generally what I'll do is if I have a song, uh-huh. I'll finish it demo like with me singing on it. I'll give it to Robert, and he'll send it out to the rest of the band. Okay. Oh, gotcha. And then they learn it. Uh-huh. And then we work it up in a, in a rehearsal, and then we re-record it, and then with Steve singing on it. Okay. That's a very efficient way of doing things. Yeah, yeah, we're lucky. That's the nice thing about having this longevity is the process of doing the work is a lot. We have the facility, you know, uh-huh. and and we and we use it. I know I'm I'm very lucky, and I know it. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point in your career, what would you say is the biggest misunderstanding about Smash Mouth? We're actually a, a really good band, a really good live band. We have a lot of firepower. We're all pretty good at our instruments. Like I said, we got Jason on the drums. It's a little heavier, and it kind of rocks a little bit okay. harder. And it's a, it's a good live show, you know. Awesome. So now, how is touring now different than it was when you were starting 20 years ago? 
instead of cocaine, it's like Maalox, and, you know, we're all in bed by 10.30, you know, uh, watching Bonanza and shit, you know, like, wait, we can't put a little, we just got shot in the shoulder, you know, like, it's like, it's just old men on a bus, you know. Okay, so here's the question, more fun then or now? More fun then. <laughs> it's a different kind of fun. It's fun to go out with your friends. Like with Sugar Ray, they're like our brothers, you know? They're right. just like, we, we've known them for 17 years. But uh-huh. literally, are like, are like brothers. It's just like, hey, you just see them and it just pick right up where they left off, you know? Okay. Fun right times, yeah. Okay, career highlight. God, one of them was last weekend. What happened? We played at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk series, Ooh. which it sounds like a little thing, but for me, that's where I grew up. Okay. And I've been seeing these all my life and they do like classic rock things it was the first year we qualified and we like set the record for the highest attendance there it's on the beach oh. you ever seen the movie lost boys yes you know that that's the that's the Santa Cruz okay. Beach Boardwalk. oh cool yeah so that's so, a highlight and then yeah there was a bit of last summer's under the sun tour was a huge highlight that was a great tour so uh-huh. I'm expecting more of the same okay but still everyone I've never seen Blues Traveler okay okay and then kids I have a four-year-old daughter Fine. who is the sweetest, the best. She's like the best kid in the world. <laughs> nice. I know everyone says that about their kids, but in my case, it's true. It's really true. Is she singing? She has a wonderful voice. She has a great voice. Aww. She's a great singer. She likes Third Eye Blind. She has good taste, too. She likes the gin blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> Before we let you go, we have a question of the day for every show. So what do you do when you find your confidence diminishing? Is there anything you do to kind of pump yourself back up? Usually it involves vodka. <laughs> I like to write a lot. I, I have a little recording thing, and once I get going on that, I, I read a lot and just hang out with the other band guys. That's my that's my favorite thing. So, but for confidence, yeah, I don't know. I look in the mirror. I'm pretty handsome. <laughs> okay. Gotta love that. All right, Paul, we want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. This was fun. Yeah, you guys are going to be there? Oh, yeah, we were going to be there. Uh huh. Okay, well, introduce yourselves. Okay, we'll do that. We will do that. Nice talking to you guys. Paul Delisle of Smash Mouth here with us today on the Mulberry Lane Show. Stay right where you are. Gonna come back with country superstar Tracy Lawrence. Go for the most. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. And all that good as it's gold. Only shooting stars. Somebody wants as good I spare. Some change will cast. I need to get myself away from this place. I could use a little fuel myself and we could all use a little change Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming Back to the rules that I'll hit the ground running 